Welcome back. This is the Daily Thunder Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Woods. I'm here with Daily Thunder beat writer, Brandon Rabar. Brandon, what are we doing? This was unreal. I, I, I don't know what to say. The Thunder, <laughs> they didn't have a single starter starting. They, they started two second rounders. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Three second rounders and two undrafted players. They had a nine-man rotation, uh, and and none of these guys. I, I did. I added up the numbers. The combined salary of every single player who played for the Thunder tonight made twenty-four million dollars this year. Siakam, Pascal Siakam, he makes thirty point five million this year. He makes six point five more million a year this year than the entire. Thunder rotation tonight, and the Thunder win by double digits. I, I don't know what to say, Ryan. This was unreal. This was in a season of costly wins. This one takes the cake as of right now. Um, Toronto was the team right uh, below them in the standings, and this was a game uh, to even out their records, at least in the win column. And now Oklahoma City goes to 20-27. and 27. Uh, I don't. I just don't see the teams below them getting to that number, and I don't see the Thunder losing out from it's, here on. It, it it hurts in two ways, Ryan, because like you said, the the Raptors being the team right in front of them, it's it's a full one game swing, which is huge when the the Thunder already had to make up some ground. Now they're two point five games away from them. And uh, will they have the tiebreaker? I'm not sure. I haven't looked at it. That have the uh, have they played them, or do they play them again? I can't even remember. You can the edit Raptors? this out. The Raptors. The yeah. Raptors. I believe yeah. they have. I believe they've already played in Toronto. And Toronto won that one, right? I will double check that now. We can. I'll check that as as you go. Go ahead. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. The and I don't know what's happening with the tiebreaker situation, but this this was a huge game. So not only is it bad for that standpoint that now they got to make up even more ground, but you might have just like kind of pushed the Raptors over the edge to like maybe they go full tank now. So now you got another team that's like, you know, forget it, forget trying to make the play in. Uh, you know, we're just going to tank the rest of the season. I mean, I'm not, I don't know that that's going to happen. You still got Siakam, Van Vliet. You got uh, OG, Kyle Lowry still there. And you got Nick Nurse, and they're only – uh, 2.5 games out of the play-in in the East, so you'd think they'd still try, but I don't know. I don't know. It's- you may have. Yeah, uh, we were. I was looking it up while you were talking, so I may have missed if you mentioned Kyle Lowry. Oklahoma City has yet to play at Toronto. They go to Toronto on April 18th. Okay, well that will be um, a big, big game. And you may have mentioned while I was looking, but they had announced Lowry will be out the next seven to ten days with that toe infection. Uh, so it, like you're saying, it, it hurts on a number of levels, but especially if Toronto decides to pack it in, they yeah, are, if Tor- they're a team you really, really, really needed to get in front of you. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, I, I still believe the wizards are going to, are going to start winning because uh, there's, they have the easiest schedule in the league uh, here on out. Russ is playing really well. Bradley Bill should be back next game. So they're going to start winning. Uh, but the Thunder in ninth right now, 
And, you know, hopefully the Bulls will, will want to win. Uh, I mean, they do. They do want to win. They just traded for for Nicola, so they're going to want to win. But I don't know, man. The, the the odds of getting a top four pick are just lower by each every single team that's in front of them. It hurts the odds that much more. So you want to get in front of some of these teams and and picking up these wins is is costly and they're not going to make the playoffs. So correct. But but then I, I don't know what else Presti can do, quite honestly. I tweeted, I believe it was about eight or nine minutes left in the game that I I need a Sam Presti cam. Uh, <laughs> I. I just there there can't be anything left on hanging on his walls. Like everything's been taken down and thrown. <laughs> um, like I want to say, like poor guy, but like you traded Diallo for the guy that that killed Toronto tonight. They yep he 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 led this he led the the team with twenty two points and added nine rebounds, shot four of eight from three, and went on an eight nothing personal run in the fourth quarter. Like I don't know, I don't know what else he can do. But also, like maybe just do everything you can. Like <laughs> Josh, like close the game with Josh Hall. Close the game with like Justin Jackson. Like what, whatever you have to do to keep like whoever is like take a look at the box score. Who has a minus next to their net rating? Play them to close the game. <laughs> can we play? Will they let us play four on five to close the game? <laughs> <laughs> can we get away with like the no scoring offense? Can we just turn it over every time? Like what, whatever they have to do. This is such a, this is such an important, important game. And now they're sitting at 20 wins and I don't see how anyone uh, below them gets to 20 wins. And the Thunder have a hard uh, remaining schedule. It's going to be, they're going to, I mean, I'm sorry. The Thunder have a lot of teams that are below or ahead, however you want to say it. They got to play the Pistons. They got to play the Timberwolves. They got to play, you know, all these teams. The Kings. The Kings. Uh, now, the Kings are, are thankfully trying to win, so that's good. Right. But they're going to be playing still a lot of teams that are also trying to lose. So they may pick up, you know, s- some more wins that they don't want to pick up. And, you know, we, we should side note here. Very, very impressive what Martin Dagnold is doing and what this Thunder team, this ragtag group of undrafted second round, you know, journeyman players, they play with so much effort. They play such smart team basketball. They share the ball and they do all the right things. And the effort every single night is there. So it's very impressive and they're a joy to watch. So that said, the reason we're going on about this, because this upcoming draft is so important for the Thunder's future. It's a loaded draft. The Thunder don't plan on on you know rebuilding for too long because you have Shea, so they need top tier talent in this one. And because the Rockets are tanking and out tanking the Thunder, you do, you can't rely necessarily on their pick. So you really need to rely on your own pick. And right now, the, they've got the ninth best odds, so you may not get a top tier talent. It's it is kind of a a, a crushing type of win. When you look mm-hmm. at it that way, and again, don't mean to be Debbie Downer after win. It is very impressive, uh, but but it does hurt the long-term future of this Thunder team if they can't make up some ground and try to get into the top five or the bottom five. And I, I don't want to sound like I'm blaming this on Sam Presti. I don't mean that. Um, kind of being um, 
obnoxious when I say like play four on five, but like, uh, like this, this was far more on Toronto than it was on Oklahoma city. They, they are, they take some horrific shots and they turn the ball over and they don't, they don't rotate on defense. They, they do all of the things that you have to do to lose to a team like this. And, uh, to get, to get 31 from Gary Trent Jr. in his, I think this is his third game with the Raptors. Um, like they got nothing from Baines. They got nothing from Rod, from Rodney Hood. And they, he only played five minutes. Like it's just, they're rolling out Stanley Johnson, Malachi Flynn, it, like the Lowry, the Lowry injury obviously hurts them, but like Siakam, scoring 14 points in 37 minutes him only taking nine shots it's crazy yeah it's 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 absolutely nuts and look the one thing the thunder won't do because yes they're they are resting their main guys you know either that or they've got injuries and they're being very cautious with them and all those things and they trade away guys to try to get a top pick the one thing they're not going to do ryan and this is what differentiates them from other teams. They're not going to go into the fourth quarter of a close game and be like, okay, we're just going to play Josh Hall and Justin Jackson. Once the ball is tipped, Mark Dagnall is coaching to win and the players are playing to win. And, you know, it's admirable. It really is. Um, and, and the Thunder will refuse to, you know, kind of tip that moral ground. Other teams do it, though. Other teams that are tanking will do that. They don't care. Um but the Thunder won't do it. And again, you know, on one end, I, I salute them for that. And I think it's very, very admirable. On the other end, you're like, man, I, it, it'd be better if you just play Josh Hall and Justin Jackson and, <laughs> and, and Tony Bradley instead of Moses. I mean, it's, it's unreal. It's, These, it's unreal. We're talking about the difference in like the, 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 the possible talent difference between who they are going to pick and who they could potentially pick is uh, enough to keep you awake at night. It really is. Yeah. And yep. and to think about, like, <laughs> I, I know this is splitting hairs, but that was that was an egregious missed goaltend call at yep. a very yep. crucial point in the game. I believe yep. it was a four-point game, and I could be wrong. It could have been a two-point game, but either way, Van Vliet uh, puts the ball up on the glass and – uh, Svi clearly blocks it at like it was clear in real time, but it was like completely obvious on the replay. Um, all they have to do is call it a goaltend; they can go look at it. Um, they don't call yep. anything, and that turns into an and one for for Teo. Uh, one of his one of his three made shots of the night. Uh, he went three of sixteen, so love that. Um, turns into a three-point play. So it went, I, I believe it went from what would have been a two-point game to a seven-point game. Um, and that was within inside of, I think, two or two and a half minutes, something like that. Yep. Um, a, a crucial a crucial swing in that game that they just completely missed. It was, it was huge. That was a huge miss. It was so blatant. You know if this was a game in the past that we wanted to win, they, they would have called it the other way. You know what I'm saying? 
We've seen yeah. so many bad calls go against the Thunder when we wanted to win, whether it be yes. Giannis stepping on the baseline or yeah, that's the one that know, that's the one that came to my mind as soon as you was said it? That. Yeah. yeah, there's so many though. So it's funny that's what came to your mind. Uh, LeBron fouling KD in the in the that's, game that's two of the, the finals. That's yeah, the I mean, there's so many. You can just go through history. And then when the Thunder, so far this season, the only season where they've wanted to lose, the most important game thus far for them to lose, they don't call a crucial call yeah. to help the Thunder lose. It's it's unreal. Uh, be- because I it's keep- such a because it's such a fun exercise. I'd like to add one to the pot. Um, game six, 2014 Western Conference Finals. Derek Fisher. They ran Ginobili up. Uh, I think Oklahoma City was up too. They ran Ginobili up like a zipper screen and Duncan just took a huge right step into Derek Fisher. Like it it was as it was as moving a screen as I've ever seen. And they and they didn't call it. Ginobili buries the three to go up one. I think that that was the game where the Spurs closed Oklahoma City out at home or in Oklahoma City in six. Um, Of course. that, That one sticks with me too. That was a really, really bad no call. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't remember that one, but it rings a bell. It sounds like something I would have been really mad at at the time. <laughs> I, I, I know if I were to go back to 2014 me, I'm sure I would be really ticked, and I'd be yelling at 2021 me saying, how could you forget that call? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it, it's a it's a bad one, a bad one. A huge, a huge right leg from Duncan, like a good three feet to the right and just nails Derek Fisher. <laughs> and he sold it too. Like he threw the head back. He of went course. flying. He went flying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I just don't know what to say as far as what the Thunder can do. There's um, They're going to lose to the really good teams, but there's going to be a lot of these teams like the Raptors uh, that the Thunder just, you know, they out hustle, they out effort, they play smart basketball. And all these things are great. We've talked about it before though. When it's guys like Justin Jackson contributing to the win, like, man, he's not going to be around for the rebuild. Darius Miller contributed in a big positive way. Yeah. He's not going to be around for the rebuild. Now, yeah. Svee, Svee, I'm, I was high on Svee, and he's, he's looking really, really good. I think the Thunder will give him a contract next season. I really like that trade. But, man, Love like him. You, Love like him. You impl- like you implied earlier, though, you know, I think – you know, the thought was, hey, you know, we get a second round pick, we get a guy in speed that we like, and hey, maybe we get a little bit worse. Maybe we lose one or two more games here or there uh, because the all has been so good this year. And then speed comes in, and he's the reason that the the Thunder win, you know, the biggest game so far. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. And you know who you know who Oklahoma City could have used like two years ago, that guy. Yep, they could yep. have really really used a guy like that. Like if this if it took. If it took trading everyone away to reset the kind of players they want, it's a real shame because, like, guys who can just like Darius Miller yep. was a guy yep. that was incredibly gettable at all times through the through the last like six seven years six seven. There's years. this team is full from like one to fifteen. Mm-hmm. Obviously, take away Shea because he's a star. Everybody else. From Lou Dort to Darius Miller to Kenrich Williams mm-hmm. to to Speed to Ty Jerome, mm-hmm. all these guys would have helped OKC so much. So many role players that would have helped when the Thunder wanted to compete. And you know they had top tier talent like Russell Westbrook and Paul George. Let's talk about those teams. Obviously, they would have helped the KD teams in a big way. But even those those PG Russ teams, 
they needed guys like this to fill in the gaps because, you know, they were just uh, the, the guys that were contributing from the bench were, were pretty bad. And now there's nobody bad. Like Their wing, these- the wing options back, the wing options, like for the mellow team were like Dre, Dre gets hurt. Josh Hustis, no longer in the league. Terrence Ferguson, Ferguson, no longer on a team. Like they were, they were strapped for wings and, and now they now they can't find one that doesn't produce. Yeah, it's 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 really really crazy to see kind of so many other sides of the coin this season. Yeah. There was all those seasons where you know people said that the Thunder were were underperforming and not meeting expectations when they wanted to contend and wanted to compete, and now these last two seasons. The Thunder, you know, we're trying to rebuild and they're exceeding expectations and getting all these wins that they're not supposed to get. And, you know, they didn't have role players before. They had top tier talent. Now they don't have the top tier talent, but they had all these role players. They didn't have shooting before. Now they have all the shooting. <laughs> they were, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just so funny. Um, but, but to me, it's promising though. Um, and, and everybody was upset with the coaching before with it, Brooks and Donovan. And now everybody loves Dagnall. <laughs> you know, again, it's it's funny. He may be the first coach to win Coach of the Year with the team that's <laughs> supposed to be tanking. Uh, and we'll and we'll see what that we'll see we'll see how long his his leash is. You know, whenever the expectations change for for Dagnall and, and his staff, like we'll see what happens. I'm very excited for that because I do think he's I do think he's that guy. I think he's phenomenal. Uh, everything that he is, everything that he runs, and every every game watching the guys, the way that they play, the way the bench responds. Uh, I think it was Justin Jackson got a steal and a breakaway, threw up a runner in the first half, missed it, got his own rebound, and gets the putback. Pretty standard, mundane play. And the bench looked like he had just hit a game winner. The bench was like right. up dancing. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a total vibe on Oklahoma City's bench at all times, and that is a reflection of the coach to some degree. Like they all seem to love him. It could be a just a reflection on Shea, but I do think it is a, a reflection on this coach and the environment that that his style of leadership breeds. It's a it's a very fun team youthful team they have a lot of like a lot of potential and promise which i i would assume plays into all of that but it's it's just a it's an easy team to watch it's a fun team to watch and i don't it all of that leads to quality production night to night i do think that all the things that he's kind of putting in place now that this culture you know, the, the play style, all these things, the ball sharing, the movement, the shooting, um, and the, the habits that they're picking up, these are all positives. And the winning, it's a positive. Exceeding expectations, being competitive, even in losses. These are all positives for the future. These are all going to help, you know, when Shea, Dort, and these guys are, you know, competing for something and they're in the playoffs again. And it's exciting to think about what this team, you know, Let's say Shea's in his prime and the Thunder draft another guy. 
that's that's you know a stud and then they go out and sign a guy because they have a bunch of cap space think of adding two other stars Mm -hmm. to this team and what they could actually do and that's why you know we keep harping on wanting a top five pick because those five guys are all blue chip franchise changing type of guys you put a guy like that next to shea he's on a rookie contract shea's on a max you have all this room money-wise to go out and get a couple more guys and all of a sudden the rebuild is over a lot quicker than than you planned but it's got to start with with getting another blue chip guy to go next to uh to shea and if that doesn't happen this off season then i don't want to say it's a wasted season because i think there's a lot of good that's come out of the season from shea's leap to all the uh the culture setting things we've talked about and some of these young guys stepping up but you really need to add a blue chip guy this off season in the draft. So question of the night for you. Um, I'll put the over under at eight years, eight years before we see Oklahoma city pay a center $25 million a year. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, I, I don't think they will anytime soon. Um, I think that they, the way the NBA is going and you know unless the thunder draft like a an evan mobley you know and that very well he's he's the only caveat right like he was he's the only reason i would say under is if he if they somehow take him and he's you know even he blossoms into even more than what we think he might be right because other than that i mean the there's so many centers who are solid nowadays that can you know play well for you and, and it's such a wing dominated and guard dominated league now uh that you know teams are going to start spending less and less on that unless you get a joel Embiid or a Jokic or one of those guys so i mean if the thunder get one of those guys and the only guy that fits that mold this rookie class is evan mobley but who knows what's going to happen in the next couple i don't see it happening with a free agent or yeah. uh you know trading for a guy like that so it has to be a rookie and then it had to be their second contract so it has to be soon so yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon. That's another that's another that's another thing I just philosophically I hope that they have completely pivoted from because they have now gone through three starting centers in Roby, Horford, and now Moses Brown that like come in and provide great things. And like Roby and Roby and uh, Moses Brown's contracts combine to like what twelve times less than Stephen Adams. Yeah, yeah, and and every Thunder fan loves Stephen Adams and for good reason. But no doubt. you know, no when, doubt. You, when you when you look at value, what Moses Brown is making compared to what Stephen Adams is making, um, you know, and then you could give another twenty five million. To a wing, I mean, I'd take Moses Brown and the twenty-five million dollar wing over just Stephen Adams any day. Love you, Big Kiwi, but that's right. an easy choice. And and I think the, and I think a contract like that, I I think played somewhat of a role in not being able to make those little moves on the margins that could have made a huge difference. So I I just think they I think long term I think they're going to allocate funds to those wing and guard positions like you're saying and honestly they've got that two guard they've got that two guard spot or wherever they would like to play Lou Dort locked up at such a friendly number going forward and Shea's still on his rookie deal for now so like it's 
they're in such a they're in such a good spot, which makes it all the more uh, exciting. You know what I was thinking? The loss stinks for the for odds' sake, but um, I feel like we're gonna look back and be like, of course, Presty had that move in mind. Of course, he was gonna <laughs> move up. Like, duh. Like, I feel like we're gonna look back and be like, why did we even stress over a couple of those losses? Like, he has a billion a billion bullets to to use to move up like he's going to take i think i think there is a there is a world in which sam presti knows uh, outside of cade like unless we just move up to one i don't think we're getting cade but other than cade i think i have the ammunition to draft whoever i would like right i agree with that the problem is you'd like to hold on to that draft capital if you could like it'd be so much nicer to get a top five guy just because, you know, you're able to to explore the roster enough to get a top five guy. Rather <laughs> no doubt, than, no, doubt. Ra- no doubt. Rather than giving up, you know, ammunition that can be used for other things later. So, yes, no the, the ammunition is there, but, man, you, you really had to use it if you don't have to. Or you'd rather be, you know, at number six or number seven and only have to use one or two draft picks to move up to three or four right. rather than being at number 10 right. and having to use, you know, half your Paul George trade to move up to, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I totally agree. And, and, and you're absolutely right. Like it's, it's a bummer to have to use really anything with the, the roster they had going into the season. It's a, it would be, a, it would be a bummer and a failure in certain way in, in certain aspects. But like, I was just thinking like of he probably has he's probably he's always multiple steps ahead which makes me think like it's probably just going to work out that he gets to pick whoever he wants aside from Kate. yeah i hope so i mean the the problem is i and i agree ryan i think that the thunder have more ammunition than any team in the league and they can get anybody they want problem is everybody knows i mean every podcaster every nba watcher and certainly every nba gm knows that the top five of this draft are all you know in their own league so the price will be heavy to mm-hmm. move up to get one of those guys so that's it's going to be it's going to be rough to do it the thunder can do it if they want but it'll be tough now i will say this one thing that that nobody really talks about is yes the top five are in a league of their own they're supposed to be can't miss all those things even can't miss guys are misses sometimes and there's always guys in that 6 to 12 area, a couple of guys that end up being absolute studs that you're like, how did they not go top three? You know, mm-hmm. the the problem is, you know, the odds of finding those guys are, are lower. Uh, you know, it's it's riskier and all those things. But could a Kispert end up being a guy? Could a Bonite or how are you pronounce it? I think Book it's Bonite. Booknight. Yeah. Yeah. Could he end up being a guy? That that you're like, oh man, he should have been a top five guy instead of Jalen Green or Jalen Sucks. Possibly, possibly, and maybe the Thunder will hit on one of those guys, and it'll be all okay, and we'll look back really embarrassed that we spent hours and hours <laughs> and hours of our 2021 season, uh, you know, bemoaning losses or bemoaning wins, <laughs> losses uh, because of that. Um, I wonder if they, Presti just needs to find the GM that that's in the top five that has no Wi-Fi connection and no league pass account. 
like <laughs> and and no 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 uh no no cable no cable and no wi-fi connection like that guy the guy that's really unaware of how good these top five guys are let's trade with him like hey you know like, we have all these picks uh so whoever that guy is we'll get on the phone with them so uh oklahoma city is back at it on friday they are at phoenix that's a late one uh, that's a 9 p.m. start uh, central time. Um, so we'll obviously be back to talk after that one. And uh, we get to see uh, old mate uh, Chris Paul. He was uh, – they, they're playing the Bulls right now, actually. And uh, I was watching. They were coming out of a timeout, and he walked over and uh, had a nice little moment with, uh, with Billy Donovan. It was, it was such a wholesome moment. Uh, as a Thunder fan, I was like, "Hey, nice. look at those guys! Look at them!" It was a it was nice. a Paul, it was a Paul Rudd look at us moment. <laughs> <laughs> look at us. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, it, that was uh, that was fun to see. So we'll see uh, we'll see Chris Paul on Friday night, and we'll see if maybe we'll see. I, I know you said Dort won't be, uh, won't clear concussion protocol until May 15th. <laughs> yeah. We will see if that holds up, um, <laughs> but uh, we'll see who plays. Maybe, maybe V got knocked in the head on the way back to the locker room after the game tonight. And, uh, and we'll have to enter protocol as well. <laughs> um, Poku, uh, Poku was listed, was out tonight for health and safety protocols. Do we think he was the lone person in the league to test positive? I don't know. That's possible. I mean, obviously, it could also just be contact tracing, that whole thing. He could have been yeah. around somebody. Yeah. Um, I hate to be that guy, but you got to wonder how things would have been if, if Poku <laughs> wasn't in health and safety <laughs> protocols tonight. I love Poku and his future. Shout out, Poku. But man, he could have maybe helped the Thunder in a different way tonight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're exactly right. You you're imagine exactly half right. of those Spee shots going to Poku. I know, and God, Spee's another guy on this team that like he's one of the he's one of the guys that every time the shot goes up, I think it's in. Yeah, me too. Every me too. single look, time. When the trade happened, I said, "Look, this guy's good." Detroit is just so bad this year. Look at his numbers last year. He shot over 40% easily. He averaged nine points a game. This guy is a good player. Uh, the, the Pistons are just so bad this year. It's hard to judge anybody, and they didn't have any playmakers. But that dude can play. Oh, yeah. uh, I think that that he'll be around the Thunder for a long haul. He'll get a contract with the Thunder next season. I'm excited to see guys like that and Kenrich Williams the Thunder have so many perfect glue guys, role players already set, and they've got yep. a star in Shea. They just need to add a couple more young stars to go yep. with, along with Shea, and, and the rebuild is in the books. And okay, I would say the games that they're going to be competitive in are the games where they shoot it well from the from the three point line. That yep. that was such a huge factor tonight. They shot forty two and a half percent. They were fourteen of thirty three, um, and. Uh, what was their their last? I can't, I'm blanking on the games all run together, but their last one they they shot it really well from three is from three in that game too. So that's definitely if you're one to if you're one to find where the Thunder are winning these games from, it's the three point line and guys like guys like Speed and Kenrich just lighting it up. They're both shooting it over forty percent. I think Kenrich Williams is up to forty four percent. 
Yeah. I'm look that up now because I don't want to be wrong about that. Well, and I think that everybody thought with Kenrich Williams because his nickname is Kenny Hustle, and that's just kind of what he was known for was his effort and energy. They thought that's all he was. The dude shot 37% um, when he was at TCU. He was, he's a good shooter, and I think people just assumed that he was one of those kind of like lunch pail, uh, you know, roll on the floor guy so he couldn't shoot. But he's got an, such a good all-around game, and he's on such a good contract. Yep. He went two of two tonight. Uh, we call that perfect, and he's up to 45% on the season. That's unreal. He's shooting better than Steph Curry is. He, uh, he, no, the thing with this Thunder team, they've got so many shooters now. They, they've flipped the script. They're, it's not a bunch of long defensive guys who can't shoot. Everybody on this team can shoot now. And when you have guys that play with effort and they play really smart ball with few mistakes and they can all shoot, you're going to have nights where they pick up wins that you think they have no business winning, even without the top tier talent. Yeah, they got. I mean, they got another three of five night from Darius Miller. Um, yeah, four of eight from Svee, one of two from Roby, uh, two of six from Justin Jackson. Um, pretty, pretty crazy. And we, oh, we we should mention we saw Tony Bradley tonight. Yeah, and Tony Tony Bradley was nice. He was um, again nice little piece. The Thunder yeah. just keep adding all these nice little pieces. Will they all be around for the rebuild? No but they could make some nice sweeteners and, and trade packages and the Thunder are going to make a lot of trades over the next few years. And then some of the guys will stick as well. Uh, so many options for the Thunder and every guy that they get that's young and can play and, and can be a rotation piece, whether it be for the Thunder or someone else is an asset. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Josh Hall, shout out Josh Hall, five points, five boards, four assists, game high plus 17. Yeah. Uh, in the uh in, in the plus minus so oh, i guess uh, maybe that's why he didn't finish the game <laughs> <laughs> you know i re- i retract my remarks um <laughs> they they close with the right unit so oklahoma city's back at it friday we will wrap it there and we'll talk to you again on friday brandon this was a this was a tough one we had a <laughs> we uh we were talking before we came on that it, we were gonna have a lot to say i feel like we kept it Somewhat concise and uh, and not too long. So good job by us. We'll talk to you again on Friday, man. Thanks. Have a good night, bud. All right, Thunder fans, thanks so much for listening. This is the Daily Thunder Podcast. Blue.